All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. It's after 3 o'clock. Jason Greger Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Alberta's only regulated online gambling website where all the revenues stay right here in our lovely province of Alberta. How are you? Hope you're having an awesome day, Greger Show. You can uh, get involved. You can text us at 10 12 60. Email us in our Jiffy Lube inbox, Gregor at tsn1260.ca. And, of course, uh, Jiffy Lube, great uh, locally owned and operated company. And uh, right now, when you stop in at uh, Jiffy Lube for a full Pennzoil synthetic oil change, uh, you will receive a $20 gift card for local businesses. Support local. They have over 100 for you to choose from. JiffyLubeService.ca. We uh, welcome to the program Jason Strudwick. Struds, how are you doing? Good. More importantly, uh, how was your journey of self-discovery? <laughs> well, Struddy, uh, you know what I've discovered? That yeah. sometimes, even though you know the answer, you do something again. I needed to get back into yoga. I've just, I'm about as oh. flexible as a crowbar in the best day of my life. And I've just, I'm kind of been slacking here for me, I find, in the last few months. So, you know, got back into yoga. I needed to, to get um, some stuff in. And, you know... You know, in typical dumb guy, I, I signed up for the wrong class because it was online. I thought I clicked on one. It was supposed to be kind of like this happy hips, which is an easy to do the first day. And when I get there, it was like the, the 20, 20, 20, 20 cardio, uh, 20 uh, workout. And then, and um, so, yeah, needless to say, uh, you know, I'm doing it and it's fine. It's, you know, obviously some of the stuff's a lot harder. And like I've always said, I don't th- like I go to the gym and if I can't lift a weight, I'm just like, "Hey, you know what? I'm not strong enough to deadlift 500 pounds, whatever." But you go into yoga. I don't find anything more humbling than yoga and some of the poses they ask you to do and I'm just like, "Pardon? 
Like you're watching, you know, there's like this 75-year-old lady over there, and she's doing it no problem, and here you are. You're standing, you're holding, holding the post ready, you know, and your one leg is shaking after 15 seconds. You're just like, oh, my God, finish. It's just, oh, like I like it, but it's the worst. Like it's so funny. I'm like, God, thankfully there's like, if you ever wanted pure home funniest, I mean, like if they had Canada's home funny videos, just I would say 90% of guys. There's a few that can do it, but most guys you get into yoga for until you go to it regularly you look foolish the videos would be comical because i just look at myself in the mirror and i'm like oh my god thankfully no one in here knows me and uh no one is seeing this outside of the room oh it's humbling man i I was gotten into it again and i love it i do feel better i think i sleep better eat better everything when i'm when i'm doing it but i i you know i I look around because i'm competitive i look around and compare myself i'm like oh god these people are like gumbies they just bend them uh, like it's no big deal. So it's good. It's good to kind of to stay with it and see how other people do it. But some people are incredible. Like, oh, they're yeah. so athletic, so strong. Their poses, it's just incredible. It is. Yeah, like like they have the one where you stand on one foot and then they want you to interlock, cross your arms, elbow oh, under yeah. the other one. You hold the wrist and then you're trying to cross your legs. Like, like I'm one of those guys who when, when I sit, I can't really sit – and cross my knee where it rests right low on my knee, I just find that, you know, like the the grapes are getting crushed. So I don't really like that. I never sit like that. Like I'll cross like ankle to knee. I don't ever go knee on knee. I see some people do it. And I think the reason I don't do it is I don't think I'm flexible to do it. You try to stand and do that, I can barely get my leg around. God, it's embarrassing. Or the pigeon. You get down the pigeon. Oh, yeah. yeah. Trust me, I'm a pigeon when I'm trying to do the pigeon. I'll tell you that. Oh. Do you wear a shirt when you do it? Is it hot yoga or no? Um, yeah, it's been – well, I haven't done the 40 degrees yet. Uh, I had before. But when I did a 40 degrees class, I would start with the shirt off, but afterwards I take it off. I'm dying. I can't do it. But um, for these classes, no, I've kept my shirt on. Oh, okay. Yeah. The hot ones I take the well, shirt off because I sweat through it. Oh, you have to, right? Like yeah. that's the one time where it's an advantage to be a guy, no question. Now, I know some of the ladies are in there, and they're wearing like the smallest sports bra possible, and I totally get it. But that is the one time where I'm like, man, like anything to reduce the heat. And I like it because I feel, you know, you get a little bit more flexible and limber when you do it. But I would like to ask the audience, honestly, um, if there's anything that is more humbling than going to yoga for the first year. And heck, I could go for a long time and there's still certain poses I just can't do. I'm just, I, and I don't think I'll ever be flexible enough to get into some of those poses properly. I just, I don't think I can do it, right? Like, unless I'm going to get into like this massive stretching routine for every day to stretch, because people always tell you that, oh no, just do it, and eventually your body will do it. I'm like, I'm not sure, man. Like, it's like people that say, hey, if you just practice your hops every day, that suddenly you're going to be a great dunker. I don't believe that. Like, there's certain parts where your body is just like, guess what? I'm not doing that. I'm not capable of that. No, it's true. It is, it, it's it's it takes a while to get going. Once you get it though, and you get understanding and not so intimidated, uh, it's 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 good because I think for a lot of guys, it's a lot like you know sometimes for a female going into a gym. You know, we've all been to gym. We've worked the curls and and the little tricep extensions a lot. But going to yoga, it's foreign, right? It's kind of quiet. You got to get your mat down. Put your towel over top you have a little drink and you're looking around like what do we do next and then everyone else is just in a rhythm and i know the first few times i went i was really rattled now i'm kind of just just no problem i do my thing but the first it took a while to get into that that comfort level for sure now um Strutty, you're uh, i know you don't follow soccer a lot but you know who messi is it's a rather <laughs> big day for mls 
Mm-hmm. Well, that's another big superstar, right? Going to uh, to to that team because I think it was uh, was it Beckham, Ben like Beckham who went there, the original guy, and now they have this guy coming in too, and that's a that's a huge huge thing. And Messi's, you know, he's he's not like done, right? He's 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 recently been good, just won a World Cup. Uh, what is that? I don't know what it was, six months ago, whatever it was. Um, so this is a big get by them and a big get by the ownership of. Uh, into Miami as well, like that. That that's got to help their bottom line quite a bit too. So, um, yeah, you know, it, it's it's that's important. I think it's important to try to have these good soccer players come to the U.S. and you can see them play, and then people can watch them play, um, and hopefully get more into soccer. So it, it's got to help. It's like bringing Canadian hockey imports into Germany and Switzerland to help their program. Yeah, I think it's uh, you know it's huge uh, what happened there. What about the golf? What do you make of it a day later? Because I was reading up on it again, Stratty, and I still, I, I still can't find anyone who's done a, a real breakdown of of how this <laughs> benefits the PGA. Like, what, what's yeah. what's the reasoning to do this? Well, we had Patrick McDonald on yesterday, and it, you know, obviously, when it dropped, it was huge news. And, you know, for anyone, even if you're just a casual golf fan, if you're a fan of sports, it's a big news because you have heard about this battle. So, I too have been trying to like dig in and you know see what people are saying. The people that you know they may that, that seem to be a little closer to it, but I think part of the problem, Greg, is that there was seven weeks of negotiation with maybe a handful of people in the room. So. No one really knows what's going on. You know, Jay Monahan was brought in rather late uh, into that uh, into that kind of process. Greg Norman found out five minutes before we did. You know, and so these were kind of the two um, voices of of their respective organizations, and they didn't really know what's going on. You know, the players are trying to sort it out, uh, how it's going to affect them. You know, I've seen some guys talk about they think in a few years that uh, the money's going to make a big difference. You know, there's going to be they're, they're just going to help their bottom line, um, but. You know, why, why, like I, I asked Patrick yesterday, why does the PJ want them and what does Liv want? And he, his answer is pretty, not surprising. He's like, I think that, you know, the funding for, for the PJ is a big deal. And then for Liv, it gives them, you know, credibility because now they have a spot at the table in what is and has been kind of like the, the preeminent golf ec- or organization in, uh, quite frankly, the world, Greg's. Yeah, it's uh, it's huge news. Uh, we got a lot of texts coming into ten, twelve, sixty from um, soccer. I do like this one. Hey boys, the best meme I saw is that the PJ and Liv merger is like Dunder Mifflin and the Michael oh. Scott Paper Company. <laughs> so true. <laughs> that is very true. Oh, that is so awesome. Hey boys, jujitsu is extremely humbling to go the first time. Vic and St. Albert. Oh yeah, I could see that. Just any of those mixed martial arts, man. Come on. You get in there and you want to learn, and that's good for sure. But if you get into some of the moves and postures, like, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that could be uh, one of those. Whew, I got room to grow. But the good news is if you go to yoga, when you leave, you're just like, well, you know what? I can't be any worse than this tomorrow. I'll be a little bit better. And then uh, slowly. So I like that part of it. Yeah, it's funny. You know, I, I had a buddy talking about getting to combat sports in our, at our age. I'm like, there's no chance. I don't want to get beat up anymore. Like, I, 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 I gave my fair share, but I took some. And the idea of going in there and getting on the ground and, you know, choking Connor out and him trying to put me in a figure four, like, it doesn't do anything for me. I love watching it. I'm not going to lie. I love watching it. But actually doing because it's a hard workout. I do. I think it would be an amazing workout and maybe give it a little swagger. But, Greg, the idea of getting into any kind of combat sport for the, the you know, the reason to get in shape, I, I think I'd rather be out of shape. Yeah. Um, also, uh, sad news. I don't know if you t- – we're going to talk about this a little bit later on. But I am going to guarantee that most of our audience will have a story 
about the Kiwanis slide, commonly known as the big oh. yellow slide. It's so um, it's getting torn down today. Uh, now it hasn't been open since uh, in use anyway since 2019, and it's funny because so my son never got to ride the big slide. And so we've done the uh, the pizza pig out, and we had the movie nights there in the parking lot. And my son would be like, Dad, what's that slide? I'm like, well, that's a slide. And I used to try to tell me, you go down on a gunny sack. And he's like, what? Oh, yeah. And it was because he's wide. He could see the bumps. Like, you get air. I'm like, oh, yeah, you can get some pretty good air. He's just like, can we go on? And I'm like, no, it hasn't been open for a while. And obviously there was some structural damage to it. But tell me your favorite Big yellow slide story. Strutty, you got one? You ever go, like, did you go on it before oh, you got scared it. and never do on rides? No, no, no. I, 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 that one is no problem. But I remember the first time I went on it, it was. It felt like you were climbing to the top of Mount Everest. <laughs> you know, I was probably like eight or nine. Oh, and yeah. I remember my parents just sent me up there and like, we'll see you at the bottom. And I, I caught air off that last oh, one. Oh, yes. And that I've never been so – at that point, I don't remember being that scared or that excited at the same time. And I was right back up there. Like, I, I saw that yesterday. And it's it, – you know, there's something like – it was such a staple for, for – I mean, how many years has it been there? It's got to be 40 years at least, doesn't it? I mean, oh, I, dude, at least. I think it, it, uh, it came out in 1974. Yeah, so over, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so 20, 26 40. plus 19, so 45 like 40, years it was in yeah. use. Yeah, crazy. And so many good memories on that thing. And so basic. Like, it's not a fancy ride, right? You just get your slide and your, your thing. You just go flying down it. I loved it. So sorry to hear it's going away. It's it's gone. Sad, yeah. sad day. Because it was, it was awesome. Um, I, I hope that uh, that you had the opportunity once in your life to go on the uh, the big yellow slide because it was great. And I'm going to guarantee that many of you have some awesome stories about it. So, hey, boys, I just got static electric shock thinking about the slide. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but that, man, you could get some unbelievable air. Now, I found as a kid the slide was way more fun. As you got older, like the last time I went on it, oh, I want to say like – 2009 or 10 and oh like it hurt the landing it wasn't nearly like it's still fun the thrill but until you hit that last one you're like oof, yeah that's uh smarts a little bit you know you, it's it's like when you crawl on your knees as a kid man you can do it for hours you get to a certain age as an adult you're like oh god my knees are sore all of a sudden it's very weird but the, the slide as you get older I, my memory of it wasn't as like i still liked it but not nearly as much as I did as a kid. It was unbelievable. So fun. So it's un they gotta replace, they gotta come up with something, man. Cause that that's I'm not sure you can get just more simple fun for kids. It was amazing. You'd race your buddies, you go down, it was awesome. Absolutely awesome. Quick break, we'll return to Empton Sports Theater, T S N twelve sixty. Uh when we return, we will uh get to uh, the Chronicles. On Edmonton Sports Theater, TSN 1260. 3.30, Edmonton Sports Theater, TSN uh, 12.60. Welcome back to the uh, Gregor Show. Boys, racing um, with my dad growing up and only winning on the way up as a kid. He wasn't a clean racer, so there's a permanent slide burn scar. I'll never forget when I hit the perfect weight to age ratio to slide faster and still feel good afterwards from uh, Soggy Corpse. It's true. Size does matter at times on the uh, on the big yellow slide. Now, Connor Halley informed me that uh, K-Days has a they are going to have the euro slide that that comes out and it looks similar just not sure if it's as big doesn't look as big 
Right? Maybe it's just more of a gradual angle. Oh, now here's a, Connor and I were debating this during the break. Did it have individual lanes on the big yellow slide? Struds, do you remember I, that? I feel there was. That's like, what I thought I, too. I, yeah, I I don't know that they were. Yeah, I think it was. Mm, it wasn't like bowling alleys. I think that you it was understood you should stay in your lane. So we kind of like one. Oh, two, so there three. wasn't a rail. Like, see, I for some reason thought I thought there was a small okay. little partition in between, but I could be wrong. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong one. So let us know on the big yellow slide. Did it have, like, your lane and you could stay in it, or were you just a free-for-all where you could slide all over the place? I don't remember that. Maybe it did, but who knows? Maybe uh, maybe our next guest um, will know. Uh, Who knows? Did he even go on the big yellow slide? Was he allowed? Not sure. They ran a pretty tight ship there. uh, Not sure if he was able to go on it or if he was... It was a little scared. As we get to the uh, Chronicles, brought to you by Action Electrical. Hey, you know what? Speaking of the Big Yellow Slide, Action Electrical uh, purchased Big Hill Electrical out of Cochrane so they can provide service to all of Alberta. All your electrical needs, all of your solar needs, actionelectrical.net. As uh, Tom Gazzola joins us. Tommy, did you go on the Big Yellow Slide as a kid, teenager, adult? Every chance I got, I was on the big yellow slide at K-Days. And I think it, it didn't have the partitions, guys. I think it was a free-for-all, but they had to, like, let you down in a certain order, right? There was always one or two people up there that would let you down. I love the big yellow slide. And uh, you, did, did you not find, if you think about it now, they give you, like, those burlap sacks. Oh, yeah, it's unreal. Put in the bin. <laughs> Do you not think that that's weird? But... I just, I don't know. I loved it. I thought it was great. So I was always on the big yellow side. I loved K-Days as a kid. Uh, and then I ended up going to Disneyland when I was, I think, 13 or 14. And it just, it was never the same, obviously. But big yellow slide, thumbs up from Tom. Oh, I yeah, I could see it. loving that. I could see loving that situation. It's a lot of fun. But, you know, there, there's things from youth that you remember, right? Like there, the mini donuts, uh, yeah. you know, the odd fight in the midway. You know, that was always fun <laughs> to see a scrap. So those are the three things I remember. And the smoked meat. I love the smoked meat uh, for sure. Um, Tommy, you know what? Let's, let's talk a little bit about that. It looks like the Flyers are changing direction, new GM, same coach, uh, but a new philosophy. The Provorov goes out. If there's a player off there you have to pick to, to, to be another, another player to move and kind of start going a different direction, would that guy be Carter Hart? Like, do you think he – would it make sense for the Flyers to, to move Carter Hart out considering where they are at? In, I don't know if they're a rebuild, but I think redefining who they are. Yeah, it, the Flyers, Struds, it feels like they're they're stuck in neutral. I know they have a bunch of picks this upcoming draft, but uh, it's an organization and team that uh, has gone sideways in these last couple of years. Uh, if if I was building a team or rebuilding a team, I look at what Anaheim, you know, Anaheim's going through perpetual rebuild right now. They're not getting rid of John Gibson. You've got Carter Hart, who's supposed to be this next, uh, star goalie, and he's only 24 years old. He's got five years of experience in the NHL, and I, I know that the Flyers are saying that they're open for business, but I would think, logically, I'd want to keep Carter Hart, and I would want to build my team around around his uh, improved play. I know his numbers weren't good the last couple of years, but again, bad team, new coach, tons of injuries, obviously, this past season in front of the goalies that were playing for the Flyers, so it's a bit of a head scratcher. The only thing that I could think of in terms of them wanting to move on is uh, maybe one side just feels like it's not a good fit anymore. And, and listen, Carter Hart is a better goalie than Cal Peterson. Uh, Felix Sandstrom's their other goalie right now. 
And I would logically think you'd want to keep Carter Hart around to help kick this rebuild into a high gear or whatever you want to call it. And so um, if, if he would be on the move, I, I would find that interesting, unless they're trying to make a big package or splash to to Winnipeg to lure Hellebuck. But I'd want to keep him logically. That's That's just my point of view. Yeah, I can say this. I know lots of people are wondering. Um, as of right now, the, I, I don't think you know there were some rumors yesterday that Edmonton was uh, was heavily involved. Um, I'm not sure that's accurate at this at this moment. Things can change, but at this moment, I don't believe that to be accurate at all. Uh, I would agree with you on Carter Hart. Like if if you're trading for Carter Hart um, and, and you're Philly, you got to get a goalie back. Yeah. So you know who who like they're not taking Jack Campbell and Cal Peterson. I know because people are texting, we'll trade him Campbell. Well, why would they do that? Like, you're going to have to give them way more than Jack Campbell for Carter Hart. So, um, you know, I'm not sure there's necessarily a trade. Like, are you going to trade Hart for Skinner? Well, you know, Carter Hart costs way more for the next few years. So th- does that make financial sense? Is Carter Hart a lock guaranteed better goaltender over the next few years? I don't think anyone can say for certain. So I don't, right. I don't think so. So I, I think they would keep him. Um uh, some other news, Tommy. Uh, big news for uh, footy fans or soccer fans in North America. Lionel Messi going to enter Miami. Yeah, this uh, this was monster news in uh, soccer. Amid all the live golf, PGA stuff, we, we see Messi make this announcement that he uh, he's going to go to the MLS. And then the other thing, too, is there's the, the talk about him turning down a billion dollars from the Saudis. Uh, and, and part of it has to do with his wife not wanting to, to, you know, grow their young family and bring up their young family in, uh, Saudi Arabia and, and the Gulf there. So this is, uh, I mean, we've seen like the Beckhams of the world and, uh, didn't like Zlatan was over in, uh, in the MLS for a bit. We've seen guys, you know, cross over to, uh, the MLS, but a huge get for, Inter Miami, and I think that's David Beckham's team that uh, he runs, and, and they've had just an absolutely abysmal run of late. So uh, interesting. The guy doesn't need the money. I don't think the way that they're trying to build his pay uh, is still continuing to be worked on. I'm sure he's going to be rewarded handsomely. Something to do with Apple and, and their subscription service. He might get a cut of that. But uh, the, the guy's done it all. And, and where this is a little bit interesting, boys, is like he's still – he's still probably like the best player in the world right now. And uh, he's coming off a world cup and he said, you know what? Thanks. No, thanks. Saudi Arabia. No, no go in Barcelona. So he's uh, off to enter Miami and that's going to be interesting. And, and let's see what that does for soccer in North America, which is already starting to pick up. Obviously we're watching uh, Canadian soccer on both the men's and women's side uh, have a lot of success and, uh, this can only be a big boost for North American soccer to see Messi coming over. So, yeah, huge deal. And the fact that he turned down a billion dollars, fellas, uh, that's, that's got to take some cojones, right? It does, but I, I don't think you have to enter. He's not going to be uh, poor. You know, like you look at all no. the stuff they're trying to build up. Like he, I was reading an article about when Beckham came over. He signed for 250 mil uh, over five years. And then he was he he bought that that team uh, Inter Miami for 25 million. Now the valuation 600 million. With Messi, it could be. I'm guessing it's not going down. So yeah. pretty crazy. Like it, these guys are they're business they're businessmen. They're they're huge players, but they're businessmen. And 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 I'm sure that Messi will figure out a way to uh, to make sure that he's compensated. Not for maybe what he missed out in Saudi, but I'm sure he's going to come out come out long term probably. 
maybe even better than he is right now. Well, yeah, and Strud's like, listen, he's probably I don't, hand over fist made hundreds of millions of dollars already in his right. career. So uh, lifestyle, I guess, and and with comfort and and trying something different, and uh, obviously factoring the family st- uh, side of things is is. Uh, something that, you know, I think generally we look at athletes and we go, well, they're just going to go where the big money is or a chance to win. No, oh, this guy, this is a guy that, uh, wants to try something new, live in America and, and, uh, he'll make his box, but, uh, it, it doesn't come down to the almighty dollar in this situation, which is kind of rare to see. Um, and then, you know, again, the Saudis are trying to buy, uh, the goodwill of people from, uh, pumping money into sport. And, uh, we're watching, you know, a guy, like Messi turns that money down. And then uh, at the same time, we're watching live golf and the PGA uh, merge. And I think that was a win for live by the way. And then, you know, again, on the flip side, compared to Messi, the golfers that ran to, to live was all about the Benjamins and all about the big bucks. And uh, it's just crazy to see the dichotomy between the two situations on the same day. Tom Gazzola joins us. I'm the sports leader, TSN 1260. Uh, a lot of texters are, uh, um, questioning Tommy if you were able to get on the slide, so I think that's, that's very just, rude. I just want to point that's that mean. out. That's mean. Why would very they mean. say that? Yeah, it's Quit texting in, Connor. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, yesterday, yesterday at the Wisconsin uh, golf tournament, a great, great event. Big thank you to Mark and Dennis out at Wisconsin. Uh, our group, Grant and Tony, they're like, Tom, uh, we thought you would be like five foot two, and I'm like, no. <laughs> No, I'm like, don't listen to Struddy. And I know Gregor. you're five foot four. Anybody who says yeah, otherwise yeah, is a joke. That's me. Oh That's just, my! We know how oh. tall you are, buddy. Yeah, you, yeah. You, yeah. Tom Cruise, could look eye to eye. Like, oh. how are you able to golf in lifts? Is my question. Oh, <laughs> oh, you know what? Where there's a way, there's a will, or will there's a way. Whatever. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> uh, Tommy, um, quickly, do you think? Um, you look at Miami, so they just got messy, so they're going crazy about that. They got the Heat and the Nuggets tied at one. And you got the Panthers, albeit down 2 nothing. Like, Miami's obviously the hot spot. It's hot anyway. But give me your thoughts on the Heat and the Nuggets and what do you think's going on tonight in Game 3? Uh, oh, good bounce back by the Heat. I, I thought that uh, after that Game 1, the Nuggets were just going to cruise. So a nice little counterpunch. Uh, I'm going to anticipate that uh, – Jamal Murray and Joker go uh, off again, so I'm going to go back to the Nuggets with a with a big win in Game Three. And uh, yeah, you're right. Miami is uh, it's become like a real hub for sport too. They got F1 coming up as well. Them in Vegas, boys, like they just have everything sporting wise going on. Those are the two cities right now where it seems like everything and anything uh, sports wise, it's just an absolute boon. So Miami and Vegas uh, doing really good. And uh, we'll see what happens tomorrow in the Game 3 of the Cup Final. But, man, oh, man, uh, interesting to see how things are playing out in the NBA and the NHL. Tommy, have yourself a wonderful day. We'll chat with you tomorrow. Sounds good, boys. See you tomorrow. That's uh, Tom Gazzola and Emden Sports Theater, TSN yeah. 1260. Let's be clear, Greg. He's not that sh- Like, we know he's like five, 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 six. People, just leave him alone, right? It short is okay. Sure, we got a lot of texts about the yellow slide. Hey, boys, I went on the giant slide every year when I was a kid. I loved it. Went on it with my daughter 10 years ago. Took air and messed up my right sacroiliac badly. Still get it worked on every three weeks. Also, no lanes, but it looks like it has lanes due to the drainage channels from uh, Wood Guy. Yeah. Sacroiliac. 
Jeez. That's no joke, though. Uh, you hit that the wrong way. Like, that just shows you, man, you get some pretty good air. But I like, like, that's such a very accurate dad story. Right, because when you're a dad, you're just like, yeah, I'm going down. I'm the kid at heart. And then all of a sudden, whew, like as a kid, when you like, you don't even know what your sacroiliac is when you're a kid. It doesn't even hurt. All of a sudden, you get to dad level, and now it changes. So yikes! Yeah. Ouch! So the big slide is causing you to get worked on every three weeks. Holy jeez, that's no joke. That is that's no crazy. joke. We got to mix in some yoga. Be. We'll see. Hey, boys, used to go to the Borden Park all the time, grade five and six. We snuck on to the uh, vacant flaregrounds. Uh, a few of our buddies uh, went down the giant slide, but no potato sacks. Did not go well. Nasty friction rash and ruined a jean jacket. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, oh, that's true, man. The slide didn't, like, because remember the odd time you'd get some air and you'd lose your 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 your, uh, your potato sack, gunny sack, whatever you want to call it, and then you just, like, stop, and it was not good. Like, the elbow, I found, like, the forearm yeah. elbow rash was, it was painful. Painful. Got to get to this text. Those sacks smelled funny. Husks. Why are you smelling the sacks? <laughs> like, I, I don't understand why that's even, like, <laughs> do you smell everything before you go on it? You know what I mean? Like, I don't get that at all. Like, let's be honest here. You could wash that thing at home, keep it for yourself. It's still never smelling great. Now you put it in a public form. Like, yeah, like I'm grabbing that sack. I'm not touching anywhere other than my hand. That's it. You're not rubbing your face with it. And well, you're like, sm- like, you're smelling, smelling it. Why? It's a weird Why thing to smell. smell anything. Yeah. That's so. Yeah. Like, Outrageous. Like, you do see some, like, you've seen some videos of people and they, what, where they're smelling stuff, and you're just like, why? Why do that? So it's an odd thing. When we come back, we'll get to uh, Struds on and more. The Gregor Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Struds, this might we, – we might have to send this to Tommy. This might be one of the more accurate texts in relation to Tom and his height. Hey, guys, I'm the same height and weight as Tommy. It just comes with the territory. We are the large side of small people, and people just assume you are smaller. My ex was five inches shorter than me, and people consistently thought we were the same height. I didn't know. So, Tommy, he's just on the large side of small people. Hmm. That's There you go. Well, who said, but they, yeah, it's, it's a little unfair because they're setting the size, right? Because they might just be really small for bigger people, right? That's, that's the challenge. <laughs> like, they set the bar, right? <laughs> really small. Well, no, it's fair, right? So who they're they're just they're setting it. He's setting the size, right? <laughs> you know, if average is five seven, is that the average human, male five seven? No, five, I don't think the average male is five seven. I think the is it five seven? The average male? Let me look that up. Really? I think it's five seven five eight. That's that's what I think. So that to me is where the break. So you have the taller people above that. Whatever the number is, five seven five eight five. What if five nine? That's uh, the break. That's where the bigger people start, and then those vertically challenged it goes down from that number okay um uh, on a global scale the average height of men is around five foot nine. Oh, five nine. okay so and that's uh, women starts. is five four so there you uh, go canadian men though on average five ten and a half oh a little taller eh? yeah mexico are five seven 
And uh, Americans are 5'10". So, Canadian men. So there you go. Right? If, if you're a 5'7 in Canada, you'd be considered short. But go to Mexico, you know, you're 5'8. Now you're above average. It just kind of depends where you want to go. So there you have it. Interesting. Let's uh, get to Strud's On, brought to you by GS Construction. They believe in supporting the community. And our big sponsor of the uh, Kids Sport, Kevin Lowe Roast, this Friday. Uh, they also wonder why CEO Teran Sanwis NHL career was shorter than Lowe's coaching career. <laughs> GS Construction. <laughs> The Jason Greger Show presents Struds on Folk Music. This lad is your lad, this lad is light lad from California to New York Island. Folk music. I'm sorry, I can't do it. French fries. I like things that are hard, they get soft. No one likes those soggy tots, guys. I don't want soggy fries. I want them crisp, hard. I want them straight and hard. That's what I like. The rodeo. Yeah, I'll get bareback on a sheet, no problem, man. But there's no way... There's no way I'm getting on the back of a steer. His mindset. But you know, it's like I always say, HK, who cares? It's time for Struds On. Um, straws. Listen, I, I, I've i talked many times about my love of Slurpees, and, I, I, and I'm trying to be the good guy, right? You try to, you know, obviously... There's a push to not have plastic straws in, in anywhere, and, and now they've gone to these things that are, I, I don't know if they're cloth or, or bamboo. I'm not sure what they are, but I, I, I'm at the end of my rope, guys. I, I can't do it. I, I've got a Slurpee last night. Uh, I let it sit for about five minutes, just turned away for five minutes, and it came back. That straw was frozen. The, the contents of it were frozen. I had to work so hard blowing and sucking to get that thing just to, you know, open up again. It was outrageous. And I, I get it. You don't want to have plastic straws. Okay, but can somebody, there's got to be someone out there that is smart, that is, uh, you know, able to piece together something that we can use so we don't have to suffer through the indecency of using, I, I don't know, again, is it cloth or paper? I think it's paper straw, which just is, is outrageous. And it ruins the whole experience. Greg's, it ruins it. So even where you have the little bottom of the scoop, I find what happens is those things, they instead of staying open, the scoop closes. So now you're using basically a knife to try to fork, you know, this delicious Dr. Dew into my mouth. I'm, I, I, I just, I, I got to get it off my chest. Someone out there has to figure this out, or someone maybe has already, but I get it. No plastic straws, but these paper straws, they're not the answer. It, it's, I can't live another 40 years in a world in which the only way I can consume a Slurpee is with a paper straw. Well, Stratty, there's a very simple solution. Very simple solution. And for somebody who carries around and probably has on the go 28 lip balms at any point <laughs> in your life. It's true. It is true. Yeah. You can buy a metal straw and you put it in your vehicle. And then cool. every time that you go to the Slurpee store, boom, you put in your metal straw. Simple, easy. The, the Slurpee will slide through it, Strutty. It's like you got KY on your straw. It'll be unbelievable. You'll very much enjoy it, okay? So there you go. Metal straw, easy solution. Done. Greg, I've, I've used a metal straw. They're too cold. Can't do it. 
Can't do it. It's like, would you lick a, uh, would you lick a pole, a metal pole in the wintertime? Can't. That's, that's risking. That's rolling the dice. And I like it. It's a, it, it seems simple, but it's not the answer. So uh, we got to find, there's got to be something else. The metal straw just can't do it. Cons? I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, just drink it faster, Stratty. Don't let it sit. I, I feel like the hype about the paper straws is getting a little ridiculous. Like, we, we're just trying to find things to complain about. It's not that bad. You just drink it faster. You know? Or when you find paper or plastic straws, load up. We got a stash. You could do the same. I'll sell you some. Black market. <laughs> it's. <laughs> I do like that. Uh... That's right. I'm, I'm not sure if you're going to get a lot of support here. This, like, I, don't, I don't know. Like, when you buy a slush, who, who buys a slush, though, and then leaves it for five minutes and doesn't do anything with it? Like, I thought I you were going to tell back. me that it melted. Oh, no, I don't mind the melting. And the, and just so you guys know, Mountain Dew seems to have a new flavor. Oh, it's it's a, like it's a spin-on lemonade. It, it was just unreal. I hadn't had it. hadn't It hadn't taste, touched my lips yet. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to figure this out. There are some people that are having it out there. Hmm. A lot of people are ordering their own straws online. That's pretty hardcore. Well, why not? Lots of good options out there, buddy. It's maybe not a bad idea. And I like the blue. I like the blue plastic straws. I've used other ones. White's not the same. Blue seems to just runs everything, runs smoother. Did you do silicone straws, Struddy? I'm guessing it'd be pretty heavy, right? You can get 15 for $17 on Amazon. They could be at your door by Tuesday. Are they easy to clean? Yeah, that's actually in, in the description. Flexible, easy to clean, and it comes with two cleaning brushes as well. Well, I don't want a, I don't want the flexible straw. I don't like anything that turns. I like a straight straw. You know, just like my fries, straight, taut. <laughs> you know, last thing I want is a thing that you know it changes direction. God, what are you guys? What an animal! Yeah, it looks pretty taut. I think we should get these for you. Okay, send me the send me the listing. Four point six out of five stars. I'll send it to you right now. Please do. I might order some. Because the plastic straws, I get it. We were. I, I I understand. Maybe there. You know, this is an issue, but doesn't mean I don't have an issue as well. Yes, I think that's very well said. That you might have <laughs> you might have the issue here. Like that is very. That might be the most well said thing you've said, Freddie. So. Based on the text line, I'm not the only guy. There's a lot of people who are out there suffering quietly. A lot? <laughs> mm, that might be a little bit pushing it. Right? Might be a bit pushing it. So, I, You know what's funny? I've never... I'm trying to think, like, I guess other than a slush, like, what do you ever drink, what do you ever use a straw for as an adult? Uh, movies. You know I love a good movie pop. Movie pop and popcorn. Now, see, I don't drink pop, so that's why. Oh, you're yeah. missing out. Yeah. I you used to get a bottle. bag of candy. What did you say, Cons? Well, you you, get, not applicable yeah. to you. You don't drink coffee, but iced coffee, good through a straw. Yeah, I've I never understood. Like, like why? Like, we could get in a whole tangent here about iced coffee. Like, what's the point? Like, cold coffee? 
You throw a little vanilla in there, it's quite good. I'll tell you what's going on. This is my take on iced coffee. Is it There are people that are trying to be classier than people who get Slurpees. What's the difference <laughs> between a, a Coke Slurpee and a, and a, a nice uh, coffee? Just people think it's classier. It's the same thing. A lot of sugar. I, I have friends that tell me, oh, man, why do you get Slurpees? Well, you drink iced coffee. What's the difference? Oh, no, no, it's different. Oh, it's the same. Same thing. Cold, refreshing drink. Makes you feel good about yourself. Well, there's a lot of sugar in a in a Slurpee Struts. Well, it's the, that's what makes it so good. Mm-hmm. I've had I've had sugar free Slurpees. I will never do that again. Never. I'd rather have a cloth straw or a <laughs> paper straw than have that again. That experience. That bad, eh? Oh, buddy. Jeez, it's real tough for you. It's a tough it's Wednesday like f- for Struddy. Forty-five years. <laughs> We could. We should have a whole topic. What is the one thing that irks you the most that really shouldn't? Like the the quote first world problem." Because this sounds like a real first world problem. Because oh, I gave I, you, I, we, yeah. Connor and I gave you lots of solutions. You didn't want any of them. Well, I, I, someone's saying that also the the you can get a the metal straw has rubber on the end. I don't want rubber on the end of my metal. I, I the, the, now we're just getting way out there, right? It doesn't make sense. Like if I order a steak, I want a steak. I don't want a pork chop. Right? That's that's what we're at. I'm going to McDonald's. I'm getting a Big Mac. I don't want something else. I want the Big Mac. That's how it works. Right? I'm not going for sushi. I'm going for a Big Mac. Same thing with the straw. Like, don't try to change my order here. It's it is frustrating because my wife she got it. She was hearing me complain about it last night. She wasn't a fan either. <laughs> she didn't really. Um, she wasn't too yeah, receptive. She, she... <laughs> Not not surprising here. <laughs> not I was, surprising. I was hurt. You know, I listened to her complain about real things. But uh, anyways, all right. Let's uh, let's take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we'll get back on track. Uh, Strutty in the straws. Um, Strutty, I think you might have to take the L on the straws today, based on the text line. What? Although there are a few people that say how you wash them, definitely you'll never get rid of the smell out of it or the taste. So. Be careful. The metal straws, though, it's the easiest solution, man. They're great. I don't know why you say they're too cold. Like, but don't put them in an ice box. Man, like, what are you talking about? I take them out of my cutlery drawer. They're room temperature. What are you talking about? Take a quick break. We'll return on Edmonton Sports Center, TSN 1260 Sports Center update. Brought to you by the Edmonton Police Service. They're hiring a fast-paced career that isn't your typical 9 to 5. Learn how you can join the team. They'll solve anything even strategy straw problems, go to newepsrecruits.ca.